Making a business work means finding ways to reach potential customers. In today's episode, we continue with part two of our series on lessons learned from Coca-Cola. So sit back, watch us on your monitor or phone, or just listen to us on your headphones as we dive into the next episode of Straight Shot Marketing Podcast. Welcome to Straight Shot. Marketing is everywhere. It's around your life, from what you eat to what you wear and where you go. It is a vital part of any and all business. Let's discuss the world of marketing and business as it influences everyday life with the staff of Atlanta Marketing Agency, Reformation Productions, and guests as they give it to us straight. Get ready. Take aim. Steady. Welcome to Straight Shot. Welcome, everyone, to the next episode of Straight Shot's Marketing Podcast. We began in the previous episode of the series discussing the origins of Coca-Cola. Wait, 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 really? Yeah. Okay. If you haven't seen <laughs> or heard that episode, please go back and watch or listen to it on YouTube, patreon.com forward slash straight shot. The Straight Shot Marketing Podcast app in your smartphone's app store or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. To summarize, we discussed the innovation of the original product and the steps taken to begin the journey toward commercial stardom in what is today Coca-Cola. So, back to our story. Do you remember Doc Pemberton? I remember Doc Pemberton. Well... He died in 1888 in August, so he would never live to see the commercial success he had been seeking. But at this time, a man named Asa Griggs Candle, who liked the product, began buying shares of the company. And by 1891, he was the company's sole owner with $2,300 invested in money value was a little different back then. Yes, $2,300 today not so much. We'll buy you a car, let alone no, a company. Not in the Coca-Cola shares. <laughs> now, it was when Candler took over that one of the most innovative marketing techniques used today was invented. He hired traveling salesmen to pass out coupons for free Coke. Mm. His goal was for people to try the drink, like it, and buy it later. Robinson had the practice of letting people try Coke for free. That's how Candler was converted into a fan. But Candler took it to a massive scale. So, something to note here. Um, we see that the new owner is expanding on the success of the past. Okay. So, learning from the past is a, a very important uh, aspect that we can kind of pull from here. He knew uh, what converted potential customers into new customers from watching it be done by Pemberton, including himself. So what he did is he decided to invest more into that process mm -hmm. and really make it happen, as you say, on a much broader scale. Mm -hmm. And in addition to the coupons. Now, the coupons are amazing enough, right. right? Because we still use coupons today. And then there's the whole, you know, taste testing thing. They're all very innovative at the time. And we just take it for granted today, but. In addition to the coupons, mm -hmm. Candler also decided to spread the word of Coca-Cola by plastering logos on calendars, posters, notebooks, and bookmarks, everything you can think of to reach customers on an even larger scale. 
It was one step in making Coca-Cola a national brand rather than just a regional brand. The idea here is to make people aware of the brand and not just the product. Mm -hmm. A lot of people miss that step nowadays. I see it happen all the time. Thank you, Jimmy. I was being funny as So the idea here is to make people aware of the brand, not just the product. By intersecting with the lives of the people and making them aware of the company, they would become more likely to try the product when they came across it. And that was the goal. Okay, so they knew that if people tried the product, they would become customers. Mm-hmm. So uh, the whole idea of putting logos on everything and, you know, the, the promo Chatsky business was born, um, that all you can see the, the origins of right here. Yeah. And now supporting the legend of rumor we discussed in the first episode of the series, if you haven't caught it, you have to do that right now, that Dr. Pemberton was developing headache medicine, mm-hmm. Candler was selling Coca-Cola syrup as a patented medicine, claiming it would get rid of fatigue and headaches as a nerve and brain tonic in 19, I'm sorry, in 1898, yes. rather. A little bit before 1998. Well, 1998 was like when I graduated high school. <laughs> anyway, in 1898, however, Congress passed a tax in the wake of the Spanish-American War on all medicines. Right. We see history uh, changing things a little bit yet again mm-hmm. for this saga. So Candler backed up and stated that he wanted to be sold only as a beverage. After a court battle, Coca-Cola was no longer sold as a drug. Again, here we see how the company was mindful of the economy and the social conditions of the time and how that would affect the business's success. So keeping in touch with the world that you play in is very important for the longevity of the company. Now, today this can be accomplished in several different ways. Uh, I know I mentioned associations and so forth last uh, in the last episode, um, but uh, a real big focus on that today is social media. Social media allows us to stay abreast of the news and it helps us to gauge um, public opinion on any number of things. There's groups that are uh, set aside for certain interests. There's um, there's, you know, news feeds where people are talking about different things, what's going well. on. So you can, really, you can really stay on top of things by paying attention to social media. So I think that's yes. a Well, you're head of the sand, goal. guys. Absolutely. Now, despite the company's protest, Coca-Cola did, in fact, have a negligible amount of cocaine in it. What? Ooh. <laughs> Even though Candler said he would shut down the Coca-Cola operation if the drink was found to be harmful, the drink did contain coca leaves. The syrup had one half ounce of coca leaf per gallon, amounting to about a little over one hundredth of a grain. It's a minute amount. Which is... It's small. It is a minute amount, but I will take it! (laughs) (laughs) To get technical, Candler always maintained that the drink naturally used coca leaves, which mixed different kinds of alkaloids, as opposed to the drug cocaine, which was a pure alkaloid. Words matter. It actually took about 30 glasses to produce the actual dose of the drug. I know people that drink 30 bottles of Coke at a time. (laughs) Well, (laughs) the cocaine content of Coca-Cola remained until 1903. So you guys that, you know, think, oh, great, I'll go get 30 bottles of Coke. Won't work anymore. It's a great so. story, but it's not going to do anything. It is a rumor. So, um, it, it made the drink 
very controversial. Yes, and it, and it also contributed to their success. One of their earlier tagline was the ideal brain tonic, which again supports this legend and, and rumor. Everybody loves a bad around. boy, right? And at the time, Coca-Cola was rocking its bad boy status <laughs> as being the cocaine drink. And I think, you know, that rears its ugly head every now and again. It's in his name. It is. And I think you people know? get a big kick out of, like, assuming that it has this oh, yeah. cocaine property to it. So, anyway, well, let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor. And when we return, we'll get the straight shot from today's second episode on the Coca-Cola series. Straight Shot is brought to you by Reformation Productions, a full-service marketing agency in Atlanta, Georgia, helping companies promote and communicate their business in the most efficient and effective ways possible through straight-line marketing. Find out more by visiting reformationpro.com or call 678-825-8086. Reformation Productions. Think in straight lines. So welcome back, everyone. We are talking about Coca-Cola. So a lot has changed for Coca-Cola in today's episode. It is a refreshing episode. So a lot has changed for Coca-Cola in today's episode. They have grown. They have changed management. Pemberton bucked the kicket. Yes. Complete ownership change for the company. Yes, that's probably a more professional way to say that. And they introduced marketing tactics that are still used today. Still used it. That alone is amazing, right? Yes. There's so many things that that people take for granted in the um, you know in the in the marketplace. That it all had to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, in the biz. Um, so today's marketing lessons from the Coca-Cola story include number one: think out of the box. Right, mm-hmm. enticing customers mm-hmm. with sample coupons had never been done. It was so successful that it is now a staple in food business communication. So it's, less coupons. You see it all. The, you see people fighting in the grocery store over coupons from the the newspaper or wherever people. You get say fighting. Now. I mean holding up the line for hours <laughs> at a time. So number two, go big or go home. If you want to be successful, commit. Go for it. Yes. Coke's marketing efforts took the company to a national level. So get your message out there, increase awareness, and let people know about your business in as many ways are as feasible. Because they put their logo on everything. I think I think sometimes business owners, you know, uh, have a reputation as always. We always don't want to. No business owner wants to fail. Right. Sure. But I think there's actually an equal amount of uh, nerve wrackingness to succeeding too. Sure. I think business owners can be scared of success, and I think that a lot that prevents a lot of them from trying to take that yeah. next step forward. Uh, I, I've seen that firsthand. Uh, we took actually a local business here in uh, Gwinnett County, and uh, they contracted us, and we started working together, and they grew. It was eleven percent. No, no, it was, no, it was, it was 11, eleven locations. 11, so yeah. they they went from it was eleven hundred percent because they had only one. Big, yeah, so uh, they grew so big that we had to have a separate meeting for okay, how do we handle this growth? Don't have a mental breakdown. Um, yeah, so uh, so it, it could happen. So you need to prepare to be successful just as much as you. Yeah, prepare to, having the to confidence fail. to take that leap that Zachary's talking about. Also requires that you know the thought of the, the forward thinking. How sure. are you going to prepare for that success? Now, one of the ways that we determine how we should get out there in as many ways as, as feasible 
um, is we develop a client-specific consumer experience chart that outlines the process that new customers walk through with our client's business. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, we'll throw up an, an example of, uh, of what that looks like. This is a generic version mm -hmm. that speaks to uh, most businesses, but doesn't include the specifics that would be particular for any specific uh, industry or marketplace, just to kind of give you an idea of what it looks like. Uh, there's six stages to uh, the generic one that fits most uh, businesses. Uh, and it, it starts with uh, generating awareness, and then it goes all the way through, um, you know, awareness, education, all the way through till they become your customer and they experience what is it like on the other side of that line between potential customer and existing customer, and then how they then turn around and introduce more people. They tell two friends, and, right? And, so and it goes round and round. And so. On. so what we do is we analyze each stage that's in this experience because we want to target as many touch points as our marketing budget will allow and then add new ones as the company grows. So we have these six columns and we want to do as many things that are within these columns as our budget will allow. That's the as is feasible part because the, the, the more we get you know the the message and the positioning of the company out there the faster people will uh, will know about it and the, the more the, the company will grow and uh, guys if you are listening to the podcast today and are, and are unable to be watching it uh for whatever reason we are probably going to put that chart up on our social media that's going to be facebook.com sure. forward slash chart um, so keep an eyeball out for that. I'll probably put it on Instagram. I can also put it, guys, I'll put it in um, as a, a bonus feature on the app as well so that you can go, uh, those of you that follow us on our app, you can go in and download it. Look at it there. You'll have it on your phone. Um, now, number three. Number three. From today's I'm not doing that. I didn't lesson. do this. I just go like this. Number three. You, I'm doing what you do. There's, there's a movie where this versus this got people shot. So, I don't know. Three. Three. Um, Quentin Tarantino, you know the movie? I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> if you know the movie, leave it in the comments. I'm not going to spoil it. Oh. All right. So, uh, number three. Number three. Course correction yes. happens. If something about your marketing isn't working, don't be scared to adjust it. You know, in Coke's case, they had to course correct the actual product itself. Twice. I was going to say, you'll learn more about that later. <laughs> yeah. They had to do it twice just through what we've talked about, right? Mm -hmm. They had to take alcohol out of it because of temperance. Mm -hmm. And now they've had to take um, the, the cocaine, the medicine part out oh, of it. the medicine. The fun. So. They took the happy out of it. <laughs> so it happens. What matters is how you handle it. So celebrate the good and correct the bad. Forward moving. Learn from your experience. Test, grow, test, grow, test, grow. It's another successful plan for adapt and um, overcome. Adapt for, and overcome for business. So three more lessons today from the history of Coca-Cola. If you are enjoying this series, please hit the like button on YouTube or social media if you're watching us there to let us know. On YouTube, you can click the bell to receive notifications of when new episodes are released. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to us on the podcast app, please leave us a <coughs> positive review <laughs> to let us know how you feel about the show. You can also connect with us on Instagram and Facebook and on patreon.com forward slash straight shot. 
It takes a lot of work to put out this content for you guys, so please show your support on Patreon. In return, we give out swag, early release of episodes, and bonus exclusive content to our patrons. Yes. We just released a video there uh, of our visit to the Harley-Davidson Museum in beautiful, sunny Milwaukee, Wisconsin, as bonus content. What? I wear your shirt. I wear the shirt. You guys want to feel fancy? Go ahead on our, on our app or on Patreon and check it out. I am wearing the shirt to remind us to mention it, and you beat me to it. Or, did I, I pre-remind I think it was subliminal message. <laughs> uh, we did a series just like this one on Harley-Davidson. It was a three-part series. There's that three again. We did a three-part series that you can find back in our uh, archives that you can learn from uh, another great brand, Harley-Davidson versus uh, Coca-Cola. The museum video that she's referring to just continues the lessons um, from the Harley-Davidson series that we did as a a companion piece or bonus feature for you guys. Yeah, you can uh, save a little bit on admission fees and take a sneak peek. That's right. You can see what's if you can't make it to Milwaukee. (laughs) For those of you that haven't made it up to the beautiful Cheddar State of Wisconsin, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding, guys. It's actually a super awesome uh, place to go if you should ever have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to go. So anyway, tune in for the next episode of Straight Shot Marketing Podcast, where we continue in the lessons from the Coca-Cola series. There is so much to learn from Coca-Cola. I wish... I could say that they are sponsors of the series, but alas, they are not. Yeah. Feel free to reach out to us, Coca-Cola. We'd love to have <laughs> some of our audience. We'd love to give some of our audience free Coca-Cola swag. Yes. I am not above that. Like the shirt that you had I on think, last episode. I did. I had a Coca-Cola shirt on that I, that I had to purchase, but I would have loved to have had that as swag yeah. to give out. Maybe, Coca-Cola, you'd like to be a little guest on our show. You know what? You need to sit right next to me. You can sit next to me. <laughs> no problem. Uh, we'd love to have you. Give us a call at, at 678-825-8086, extension 300. If you are not Coca-Cola, you are still welcome to become a guest on our show. <laughs> Let us know by emailing us at info at straightshot.net or give us a call. Again, it's 678-825-8086, extension 300. <laughs> I don't know. It says three, man. And yep. there's there's three episodes in the series, isn't there? Three. There is three that uh, we that we know about know of so far. It may Maybe grow. there's thirty. Thirteen. <laughs> um, obviously, obviously, we're going to hit New Coke. So can we hit it with a truck? <laughs> and, and we're not there yet. Uh-huh. So there's probably going to be more than three. So basically, he just told me to wait for um, it. Wait for it. Plus, I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm trying to make these a little shorter than the ones that we had before. You'll notice. Um, let, let us know what you think about that. Do you like the shorter episodes or do you like ones that are a little longer and have a little more meat to them? Let, let us know in the in the comments, email us, whatever. Yeah, Direct if you think we're missing anything or if there's any straight yeah. shots that you would like to provide, let us know. Maybe we'll be able to put it together in the next sure. Straight Shot Podcast. Anyway, guys, that's all we have for today. We look forward to having you see us next time and uh, we would love to see you too. So, I don't know. Give us a call. See you later. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast informative, we hope you'll pass along our web address, straightshot.net, to your friends, colleagues, and business associates. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes or on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash straightshot. 
If you would like to have your question featured on the show or would like to be a guest, call 678-825-8086, extension 300. Or you can email us at info at straightshot.net. Be sure to download the Straight Shot podcast app on your smartphone to hear previous and new shows. You can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, or directly at straightshot.net. This has been Straight Shot.